How is it going, everybody? We should be live on all platforms. Let me double check on、uh, Odyssey that the audio is going. Let's see. Is it here? Yes.、Um, it is 9 01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles, Wednesday, March 29th, 2023 AD. And you know who's more annoying, ladies? <laughs> heartthrob Hake or heartthrob unchristian fellow white Seth Rogen. In light of recent news, I have to start by asking if you're jealous that Jonah Hill cured Kanye's anti Semitism. <laughs> you know what? He could have it. <laughs> Happy to be left out of that one. <laughs> But you know what? Good. <laughs> Cured. <laughs> Good for Jonah, you know. Good. You know, they should send that movie around the world. Let everyone watch it. <laughs> That's an actor. Play on Jump Street, World Peace. Exactly. <laughs> I wrote some jokes for that movie, so I feel slight ownership. Yeah. <laughs> everybody laughing, yucking it up because everybody knows that anti Semitism is a joke. It's not real. Hake with his stolen valor <laughs> says it's the real Mr. Mad. Yes, I am wearing my Air Force t shirt, and I was never in the Air Force. My dad was. I bought it at a store. That is straight up evil possession laugh, says Nugget Man. And I'm sorry I left on the settings for the crop. I meant to not crop it so that it wasn't black on the, all around the. Because it was recorded in vertical for TikTok or something. And I wanted that to be. To show, you know, zoom in on the faces like I like to do. But anyway, my bad. Because、uh, I covered it. Kanye West said that.、Uh, He posted on IG that he watched 21 Jump Street and、um, he now likes Jews again. <laughs> Jewish people again, I think he, he pronounced it. He spelled it on、uh, IG, Instagram. So that's cute. Everybody knows that it's cute and funny. Even over, overly serious, sometimes Seth Rogen, who is an actor. I don't consider him funny. I consider him maybe even less funny than Jonah Hill, I think. I don't know, maybe sometimes he. That laugh needs censoring, says Lady Cezal.、Uh, who, who, press two if you already turned off the Hague show because that laugh was too obnoxious. Was that a fake laugh? Anyway,、uh, we're going to have a fun loosey goosey Wednesday show, guys. Talk about.、Uh, There was a fire in Mexico. I have some news from the ladies at the skim.、Um, and attacks on blacks who are black conservative, who、uh, don't partake in the smearing of the whites as much as maybe they used to. There's a guy named Jason Whitlock who、uh, appears on Tucker sometimes. I like what he has to say, it's pretty deep sometimes, you know? He has his eyes closed a lot. 
I don't know, he looks uh, tired or on pot or something. But I think it's nor- it's just his face. Uh, and the evil blacks and liberals are smearing and attacking him because he talks about real stuff. And CNN has advice for kids on gun violence. Uh, advice on talking to kids about gun violence. Keep CNN, common nonsense, and keep these do-gooders away from the children. Let them catch hake, hopefully. Maybe. JLP. I reported you for that evil laugh. <laughs> Nugget man. And there's LGBTIQ. That's how some of them spell it. Propaganda everywhere. But the kids are not all right. Where's that from? The kids are not all right. You ever heard, you ever heard where that's from? Um, we'll find out because Nicolas is looking it up for Hague. Pull that blank up, Nico. <laughs> Just call me Joe Rogan's competitor. The offspring. The offspring? No, it must have come out bef- long before that. They bit it from somebody else. Bunch of biter punks. Beta betas. Anyway, uh, and uh, I have a clip of a black lady, and I may be using the fallout boy. <laughs> I may be using the term loosely. Tearing up a store like a tornado hit the store. It's ridiculous. Oh, my goodness. And, well, I don't know. I don't want to go too out of control with the previews of what I might cover because sometimes you guys call in and totally derail the, the show for away from what I planned, which is very loosey-goosey plans anyway. And I have some beautiful, though, beautiful, maybe, Mary Rice Hopkins for you. All that and your calls if you would like to call in. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hake Report. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hake Report. Maybe. The Hake Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! Oh. So, how are you guys doing? I am fine. Uh, an update on where the kids are not all right line comes from. Uh, Nick suggests maybe the who, but they said the kids were all right. And then somebody in the chat may be referring to this. Top Gull Road. Pink Floyd, Hake. That may be. The kids are all right is by the who, says Doom Jesus. Uh, real big fish, I think. <laughs> I don't like real big fish, or I hate real big fish, or something like that. Anyway, yes, I am wearing my United States Air Force t-shirt. And, yeah, medium doesn't always fit the same. People said, oh, Hake is wearing a smaller shirt to to look strong for manhood hour. (laughs) Whatever, man. Pink Floyd just told the teacher to leave those kids alone. I do remember that, because I saw that in... Uh, graphic arts. I took silk screening instead of health and uh, relationships. Health and safety and relationships in, co- in uh, high school. Health and safety one semester, relationships with the other semester, and that's basically the phony sex ed stuff and dirty mess. Like, pass! Pass! <laughs> uh, so I took uh, silk screening. 
I silk screened like two stickers, maybe a shirt. Uh, I should have been on it more. But people were watching MTV uh, videos during all that. Um, sophomore year of high school it was fun. I got to hang out with the slacker seniors and stuff. Bunch of slackers. It's fun class. Uh, so that was my introduction to Pink Floyd. The Wall. Crazy. See, I'm a little bit edumacated. <laughs> uh, yeah, Seth Rogen. Does that prove that this anti-Semitism stuff is just a joke? It's just talk. What's the harm? It's just talk. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Actually, I'm preaching to the, the people who are not so concerned with that mess. So maybe I should uh, counter-signal. Uh, oops! Little news update for you guys. Oops! Where people are raising alarms. Mexico, according to the far-left females at the skim. Yesterday, officials... Yesterday would have been Tuesday, right? Officials said a... Which was the 28th of March... 2023 AD, officials said a fire at a migrant detention facility south of the border killed at least 38 people and injured dozens of others. The facility along the U.S.-Mexico border, specifically the Mexico-U.S. border, I think, because it's in where Juarez or something like that. Anyway, let me not re- let me not jump ahead. The facility ha- held 68 men, men. From Central and South American countries, including Guatemala, Venezuela, Ecuador. Authorities believed some of the males set mattresses on fire in protest after finding out they would be deported. (laughs) These these people out of control. The deadly blaze comes as Mexican and U.S. authorities have been dealing with an influx of migrants, meaning illegals, invaders at the border. Mexico has been dealing with it less than us, I think. Mexico's National Migration Institute has struggled with the overcrowding at its facilities. A migrant rights group, migrant rights, said the fire is a horrible example of why organizations have been working to limit or eliminate detention in Mexico. I guess because Mexico's incapable of protecting their, uh, their criminal invaders who are just passing through trying to invade into America. Men. Fleeing the fleeing the country and then and then uh, setting fires in protest, allegedly. In a tweet, a black on the inside White House official called the loss of life heartbreaking. Oh wow! Here's, Nico is showing footage. Correct. Yeah, Juarez, the fire you're talking Juarez. about. Juarez. Sorry, All right. not to derail what you're saying. No problem. Thank you. Because the the ladies at the skim don't care. They want to. They don't know anything. <laughs> and Hake knows even less because I learned stuff from the ladies at the skim. A migrant rights group said it's a horrible example, blah, blah, blah. Eliminate detention in Mexico. It, and what's the, uh, what's the alternative? Just release them into society? They love chaos. That's women for you. Female-minded males, too. In a tweet... They said it heart, was heartbreaking, a White House official, and said the U.S. is ready to support Mexico. Meanwhile, the evil U.N., United Nations, is, says that they will conduct a thorough investigation into the tragedy. The disgusting, 
anti-American, anti-white, anti-Christian United Nations. They insert themselves into everything. Is Hake laughing at the tragic deaths of migrants? No. I did laugh. I chuckled a little bit to myself when I said, oops. But they did it to themselves, allegedly, according to, uh, according to the Mexican officials who never lie. They're not corrupt at all, ever. All Mexican officials are totally on the up and up, just like um, officials in America. Totally on the up and up, even though we've gotten, we've taken on a lot of Mexican officials as so-called American officials and very unchristian officials, too, by the way, not just the Mexicans. Mexicans are, tend to be at least pretend to be Christian. What a mess. Shout out to the Mexicans and uh, Guatemalans, Venezuelans, Ecuadorians, Ecuador. It's a complicated issue, but people dying isn't worthy of sarcasm. Yes, it is, man. What? What? It's definitely worthy of sarcasm. If you can't be sarcastic about people dying, what can you be sarcastic about? It's ridiculous. Look, take for example, take for example... Let me jump over here. Let me see. Let me just see. Yeah, let me jump over here. Take, for example, if you can't be sarcastic and joke and and mock evil people pretending to be emotional about death, then uh, what use are you? You have the wrong rules about life, I want to say. I would love to say. And I think that I would be right in saying it. Uh, Coming Onsense Network's advice on talking to kids about gun violence. CNN reported Tuesday, after traumatic events like school shootings, parents often struggle with how to talk to their children about the upsetting headlines. They're putting all these emotional words into it. This is how you can open up a healthy conversation. And they give a link, and I'll tell you what the link is. About gun violence, which there's no such thing, with kids while calming their anxiety. So says a grief specialist. If this guy is like the grief counselors that they talk about, they have grief counselors for people who, uh, people who, uh, you know, the children at the schools. Grief counselors, anytime somebody gets, commits suicide or, uh, or gets murdered, or stuff like that. Grief counselors. And there's this video feature. I don't have the video for you, but here's some headlines on CNN advice for parents. He travels to schools after mass shootings. And look at this, these sad brown kids from Uvalde, I guess, I would assume, because that's Uvalde, Texas. That was where the, uh, the Hispanic guy, child of a single mother... Uh, shot up a bunch of kids at that school. That was several months ago. 50 miles from the border, by the way. And the cops were criticized as not having done enough or sitting around like bumps on a log, and who knows what the truth is. I'm less eager to criticize the cops. I have no idea. 
So it's look all these forlorn faces. Oh, so sad. So sad. Life goes on, as Tupac said. Life goes on. And mothers, not I see like one father, maybe. Actually, he looks like a photographer in this thing. Because the out-of-wedlock birth rates among the Hispanics are quite high. Not as high as the blacks, but they're quite high. And the uh, description says, after it says he travels to schools after mass shootings, here his advice to parents. Dr. David Schoenfeld. Schoenfeld. I have a picture of him. A picture or two. From the National Center for School Crisis and Bereavement. <laughs> uh, school Crisis and Bereavement at Children's Hospital Los Angeles has been a part of the recovery effort for countless school shootings over the last 30 years. Quite a racket, huh? From Sandy Hook Elementary to Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. There's a couple of, those are a couple of liberal schools at liberal towns. They left their children like ducks in a barrel or fish in a barrel, if you're more correct. But Hake is not more correct. He says ducks in a barrel. That's me. He shares tips on how to talk to children about traumatic events. And one of the things that he said, and this video, of course, shows a bunch of sad-looking adults. Look at this. Grown adult man looking sad. Grown adult woman with graying hair. Probably died a little bit. Short hair. Uh, They cut their hair short to make them look younger. Or, I don't know, when they get old, they cut their hair short. Whatever. Um, Maybe if it was long, it would look gross. Um, Shout out to the old ladies with long hair and short hair. She's looking all sad. And then the next one says, this is one of his tips. Don't try to hide your distress. Don't try to hide your distress. Oh, overreacting adults, overreacting mothers and women in front of children. That's great for children. Well, I don't know if he means that. But he's kissing up to the liberal distressed parents. And the conservative distressed parents. We're really liberals on the inside. Bury it deep, says Nick. <laughs> he said, his point is saying, uh, the kids can pick up when you're being fake, when you're hiding it. Which may be true, but be stoic. Be a man. Or be a woman. They'll be like, oh, I feel sorry, it's true. And of course, they do, they show this woman, well, not this woman, but this t-shirt, Uvalde Strong. Uvalde's not strong. After every mass murder or uh, natural disaster, you know, flood, earthquake, supposed so-called tragedy where a bunch of people die, they have, they make different t-shirts. Big Bear Strong, Forest Falls Strong, Uvalde Strong, uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas Strong, Sandy Hook Strong, Newtown Strong. I don't know. I'm making some of those up probably. But it's phony. They're not strong. It had to be. It's Women's History Month. We cherish women, but that probably came up. A woman probably came up with that trend because men don't 
have to like brag about being strong <laughs> or pretend like lie about being strong when they're not. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so here's another picture of this David Schoenfeld guy. May not even be a Christian. And I have some screenshots from the website. His website is a little website. Children's Hospital Los Angeles. National Center for School Crisis and Bereavement. Dedicated to helping schools support their students through crisis and loss. Their Twitter and their banner on their website, both the Twitter banner also has this kid with his head and his knees sitting on the floor in this beautiful, beautiful, clean, empty hallway. Looks like a white kid or a Jewish kid, maybe. Maybe light-skinned Hispanic. Probably not an Asian. His hair is too wavy. With his head buried, looking all depressed. And that's funny because I know that the Bond website has some stock photos of people looking sad and upset. (laughs) But that's irrelevant. (laughs) Please ignore. (laughs) Uh, Dedicated to helping schools support their students through crisis, grief, and loss. At Children's LA, Children's Hospital LA. Free resources for teach, hashtag teachers and hashtag parents. Supporting schools nationwide. And they retweeted this San Diego County Office of Education. San Diego's turned liberal. Our children just need a safe, trusted adult. Often our children just need that. To listen and accept their feelings in the wake of a school shooting. One of the resources shared in the blah, blah, blah resource guide where you can find tips and tools that may help. Keep these people away from the children, right? Wolves in sheep's clothing. The mamas and the mama spirit unchristian people have taken over the schools. Hate getting inside a riot. How? (laughs) Uh, They're taking over the school. And they're uh, pushing emotions. Emotions are, are what cause school shootings. Did you know that? Did you know that anger causes violence? Look it up. It's a fact. It's even written in Slate, far-left outlet called Slate. I've referenced it before. Psychologists even admit this. That anger causes mass shootings. So you're going to fight anger with anger and, and then push your... And intellectualism is also emotional, right? And you're going to push your intellectual, phony, gun violence propaganda? They're these same sleaze bags. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I don't know. <laughs> Are pushing all kinds of evil on children. Anyway. You can call in if you disagree. one 775 3773 Ben Thorpe, still at it. Ben Thorpe, also known as Abel, who may have been killed by Cain, says, So I guess Hake would also chastise our Lord for expressing emotions? <laughs> oh, Lordy. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> One never knows how I would act in front of Jesus. Disavow a quick hake. <laughs> um, these are very unchristian people, and it's very, they're pushing emotions. And these are, 
you'll notice that these are not religious leaders. They are not fathers. Hardly a father around. These are not uh, sensible men of the of the um, of the town. If this guy is being propped up by Commie Nonsense Network, this Doctor David Schoenfeld, then uh, I don't know if the UN is getting involved in this tragedy about the Mexico fire that allegedly the illegal alien themselves set it on fire because they were protesting (laughs) the notion that they're going to get deported, which is rightfully so. They deserve to get deported. That's what they deserve. And they allegedly set their mattresses on fire and got either themselves or other fellow illegal invader males, grown adult males, killed. Then uh, your little emotions are right in line with Satan stuff. Satan stuff. Which is about chaos, destruction, self-destruction, murder, mass murder. As JLP says, it's the same spirit that causes the mass shootings, that causes the people to overreact and fight amongst one another over guns and, uh, and uh, the flat earth. Although people haven't been too crazy over that. (laughs) Or uh, the Jews. Or whatever else. Racism. Or sexism. Anyway. Let me get to Ben in Rhode Island. I think it may be our, our very own Ben in Rhode Island. Hey, man, have you called into the show before? I have, Hake, and nice. uh, I was talking to you about the Pope and Catholicism. Were you the one? Oh, yeah, you're, okay, I r- sort of yeah, remember you. You clipped me, you clipped me. Yeah, it was fun. I turned it into a clip? Yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah, cool. I so you, uh, so you, are ben Thorpe, you are Ben Thorpe, a.k.a. Abel. Yeah. Any relation to the Cain and Abel thing? Yeah, it's a long story. I believe that the Lord gave me a sign uh, that I was sort of, uh, like, that was my name. But Cain killed Abel, right? Yeah, Abel. It's not good to be called Abel, because... Uh, <laughs> it is good, though, me. because he, he died an innocent man. <laughs> yes, he was uh, close to our Lord's heart, but uh, here on Earth it didn't go well for him. Yeah. yeah. He offered something better than his brother offered to the Lord. Yeah. Cain was Cain jealous of Abel because Cain's sacrifices were not smiled upon by God, and Abel's is were. Right. They're the children exactly. of uh, Adam and Eve, for those who don't know. Yeah. The first, right. mur- the first documented murder, according to the Bible. Nice. Fratricide, I think it's called, brother killing his brother. Yep. Terrible. Yeah. So you're the one who is challenging me. Ab- about you're, the one, okay. you're the one who is challenging me about. Uh, I was chuckling about the uh, the melodrama over the Mexico fire, the Mexico yeah. migrant center fire, where 38 people died, um, at yeah. least dozens of others injured because the migrants allegedly set fire to their mattresses to uh, yeah. protest the notion that they'll be deported because these are Central and South American. 
trying to yeah. get up to America or something like that. Yeah. Did you disagree with my uh, my mocking of the um, CNN's advice to talking to about talking to kids about gun violence, which there's no such thing? Well, yeah, I don't think we should. Like, I think that uh, people experience tragedies, children who die and terrible deaths. It's not funny, right? I'm not trying to scold you. I'm just saying it's a little odd to think that's funny. But but I never said that that was that part of it was funny. Oh, okay. Well, may, maybe I missed you there. Uh, it just seems like uh, I did. You know, we, I did make a, a little bit of a joke. I was all, I was all, oops! These illegals died in a uh, in a fire because I had no idea who started the fire. I still don't know. the The Mexican authorities believe that some of the men in this uh, from Guatemala, Venezuela, and or Ecuador set fire yeah. to mattresses after in protest after finding out they would be deported and got either themselves or their fellow men killed. And I'm like, oops. Because it's kind of a, these people don't even belong here in the first place. Somebody's enabling them to be coming up here. And then they're getting all, uh, what's the word? Acting like they, they have this sense of entitlement as though they're entitled to be up in America or even in Mexico. And they have no such entitlement. Well, can I... So we like, oops, washed our hands of that one. So anyway, do, do you do you understand if a man uh, has a family and in his country, through no fault of his own, he cannot provide for his wife and children? Isn't that something you would sympathize with? Uh, I suppose I could sympathize with such a thing. I don't know if what you mean by through no fault of his own. Well, let's say there's there's a dangerous, uh, you know, there's dangers in that society or poverty or famine or whatever that make it impossible for him to provide for his wife and children. So he that's so he something. leaves his wife and children and goes up to America. No, let's say he takes his family to America uh, because men are not bringing their families to America. Life. Men are not bringing right. their families to America by and large. All right, let's say he goes to America. Huh? Because it's the only way he can provide for his family. Wouldn't that be right, even though it's breaking laws? Like, should, isn't that no, that would not be right. Most important obligation. No, that would not be right. You're coming up with you're coming up with scenarios out of your imagination. You have no idea what's really going on. Well, I'm just saying. You don't think that's ever what's going on? Is this person is saying yes? I don't want to break the law, but I have a higher law, which is the law that I need to provide for my family. And you're making that sound like it's impossible. It's always possible to find a way. It's always possible in every situation to provide for yep. the needs of your family? Yes. Well, that's just not true. It is true. I haven't heard okay, any reports so. of people starving down there. Have you? Well, I mean... Have you? But, well, but, I mean, have you? There are other needs. Have you? Not starving. Answer my question. Have you heard any reports of them starving? No, I, I don't. Know then you made it up. Then you, then you fell right in with the mainstream media. So you say a man only has to provide for his family by keeping them from starving to death, and that's it. Food, shelter. That's all you need. That's not all you need. Children need, like, stable lives. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I Stable lives? These people are not even married. It's mostly women 
bring, coming up with, with children or men who are coming up with not even their children and it's, or men coming up by themselves, it's, it's spoiled people who have a false sense of entitlement coming up here. And it's evil people well, trying to – hold on a minute. It's evil people trying to bring them up here to um, redistribute the ghettos into, into our world. But hey, can I, if I could just push back a little. If these people put themselves in a situation that's incredibly, obviously dangerous, right? The migrant coming up here is it's not like you get on a train uh, and they're putting themselves yeah, they in do. situations with other with they, criminals. Sometimes right? they literally get on a train. Okay, but you would admit, like all, a lot of migrants die. People who go across the Mediterranean to get to Europe, it's a very dangerous situation. It's not like a cake ride, right? It's not a at what point are you making? Well, so if you're just I don't know if that's because, true or not. There's sometimes people die. People die in all sorts of different ways, even staying home. Okay, so you would say that like migrants crossing the border to America—that's not a, a very illegals illegals invading. Don't you're, whatever you want to call it. It's what it is. It's, it's what it is. So what if it's dangerous? I have to say invading. I would, I would say that's a strange term. It's, yeah, it you think it's leave. strange to say that they're invading when they're invading in droves? Yeah, because the word invasion is used for armies, and you know that. No, it doesn't. it's not necessarily just for armies. Yes, it is. When you're, no, it's when, not. When your mother Look comes at, to visit you, do you say she's invading you? Sometimes, if she's, inva- she's invading my space. Okay, but then you're saying it, it, if you said to your mother she's coming over for uh, you know to visit, and you said, "Oh yeah, mother's going to be invading." It's kind of you know a pejorative term, right? right because it's visiting. because it's pejorative what they're doing. Normal. It's evil what they're doing, and they're okay, tools and they're tools of evil, evil people. But what they're doing is illegally. Uh, they're, they're becoming illegal immigrants. I think that's a neutral term. I'm not saying that they're undocumented, wonderful, saying illegal aliens. Okay, fine. They're, they're not immigrants. Aliens. They're foreigners. You call them illegals, which sort of depersonalizes them, right? You don't want to call them people. It doesn't depersonalize them. That's that's your woman thinking. That's your woman thinking. Die. Illegals. Everybody knows. Fire. Everybody knows that illegals are persons and people, except for you, apparently, and the women who pretend that illegals and aliens. Oh, you're calling me not human? That's dumb. You, you think like a woman that dehumanizes them and portray them in a way that makes them sound like they're like uh, uh, scum or dirt or bugs that are crossing the border, which makes it easier to be callous towards them when they die. That's your imagination. That's, you're that's your imagination. Okay. Yeah, it is because I, you're I, you're pretending that you're pretending that I'm dehumanizing them. I never dehumanize them. In what way is calling them illegals? Dehumanizing. I mean, it's like calling. There's a way. It's a. It's a. It's a. It's a if you call people uh, instead of calling them uh, Jewish people, you call them Jews. That's what I, they I are. They're Jews. Okay, but yeah, I know. But if you call gays people gays, right? There's a way in which it it can be okay, but it can be kind of dehumanizing when you call. It's not at all dehumanizing, man. Call them Ben. You're hmm? thinking like a mama. Are you a Christian? I am a Christian, and I wanted to bring up but another topic. But about you were that. you were raised? Were you raised Jewish, or are you Jewish in ancestry, or why do you why do you bring up this type of mama uh, talk? 
But see, that's anti-Semitism right there, too. What's anti-Semitism? Asking what you, asking you if you're Jewish? Asking you if you're Jewish? Is anti-Semitism? Yeah, you're saying a Jewish? Jewish people are uh, not men? Jewish men are not men? Very frequently they're not, but that's irrelevant. I've asked you if you're Jewish, and you said that that's anti-Semitism. Well, don't you think it's a weird social skill to say like to someone, instead of saying, I disagree with your argument, to ask about their... Uh, whether they're Jewish or not, I mean, it's a little offensive to Jewish people, isn't it? If you feel like being offended, yes, it can be offensive. But I'm not asking you in an offensive way. I'm asking you why you why you think like a mama. It's definitely offensive. Like, yeah, well, okay, fine. Am I Jewish? Maybe. I don't know. I don't. I, I'm. I don't know. Because you're the one who you brought up the anti-Semitism. Jewish, but if that helps you, you brought up anti-Semitism. You brought up. Uh, you repeat the lines of the media. Which is, oh, they're desperate. They're coming here. It's the right thing to do, even though it's Ill- illegal. And they're um, migrants. And you're, you're, you're mocking the deaths of the kids and all kinds of stuff like yeah. that. None of the stuff is true. It's just you're emotionalizing. You're, you're the one dehumanizing me. You're acting like I'm not acting human. Um, well, I would say, I, I understand what your point, you're not doing all those things, but you're kind of... I'm not doing, doing any of those things. Everybody knows it. I'm not doing any of what? those things. You're dehumanizing me, acting like I'm not human towards illegals. And you're accusing me of being callous. Callous is bringing them up here. That's what's callous. Callous okay, towards, hey, are, I, towards what's pivot, right. I want to pivot a little here. Are you feeling emotions right now? Are you feeling emotionally sort of defensive and angry? That's a personal question. Why are you asking that, Mama? Because I see. See now you're insulting me because I you're, think you're, you're emotional. You're, no, you're insulting me. You're trying to you're trying to ask a personal <laughs> question and okay. delving into my uh, my inward being. I'm just asking you because you're poli- and you're policing. You're policing. Anger, which you obviously are. And you're policing whether I can laugh about about stuff. Surrounding a, tra- a tragedy, a so-called tragedy. I'm policing it. Yeah, you're, you were in there. You were in the chat saying you shouldn't be mocking children dying, and yeah, then you, you called. And then you called in, die. totally misinterpreting everything, like a woman, like the mainstream media does, and trying to uh, well, be silly and being all self-righteous. And so, how are, and so how are you going to police me about, oh, are you feeling emotion right now? Well, so you want to admit, but do you think that it's wrong? Are you emotional? Are you emotional, Ben? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a stoic, because Christians can't be stoics. I don't know who told you that. Jesse Lee Peterson? So you're emotional. I can tell. Well, I, I, I use the example of our Lord. You're emotional and not logical. Experiencing emotions or not? You're emotional and not logical. Jesus has nothing to do with illegals coming in, invading, and, uh, and teaching kids that, that, um, that even as adults, they're going to be emotional and distressed and womanlike. Yeah, I, I, I think it's... But to have any emotions whatsoever, you, you say, is wrong for men. I didn't say anything about that. I just said, are you emotional? Well, you showed a picture of a guy who, who was a little bit, like, sad 
who was attending some sort of ceremony about kids who died, and you made fun of him. Who knows what it was? I made fun of I made fun of the fact that they put these emotional, evoking, evocative pictures uh, to promote emotions to the kids and to the adults. Well, they were talking about school shootings. Don't you think it's normal that you wouldn't be... What do you want to have, like a big birthday party? Everyone smiling? A man, of, a man of dignity. Men of dignity, Ooh, not women. Not women with emotion. Oh, you've all these strong. And don't hide your... Don't hide your distress to the kids. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, you shouldn't hide your distress to the kids. Why shouldn't you? Why shouldn't you hide your distress to the kids? Because that gives them the idea that uh, that adult life is all about repressing emotions and not processing things, which makes people super crazy. But you're super crazy, and you don't repress anything. I, I think that you shouldn't be overly emotional. I don't think, you, you know, I, I think you can be, uh, like, you know, but you're being, emotional. But you're but, being overly emotional is why you're misinterpreting everything that I say. And you're acting just like the mainstream media, who are not Christians, by the way. I'm misinterpreting everything you say. They're I not, even, I, they're I, not I, even Christians. Who's not even Christian? The, the media, and which oh, you sound just like them. You sound just like them. Many of them are Christians? I don't know what you mean. You don't know what I mean when I say that the media is not Christian? The media is not formally Christian. Yeah, that's right. Of course. Neither is the government Christian, per se. But there are many Christians. And neither are you. Neither am I what? Christian. (laughs) Why do you watch my show, Ben? Why do you hey, watch my you show? have a debate sometime. Why do you watch my show? I think you're a great guy. I think you may have misinterpreted me that I was scolding you. I'm just busting balls a little bit. I, I don't know if I'm the one uh, to say that. I'm, you can't say, yeah, you banter. can't say that, buddy. Banter. Banter. Men banter. It's okay. But you're not a man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're a mama. How old are you? I'm 51 years old. Ouch. Oh, it's great. I love it. Well, Half a century of unmitigated success. Unmitigated success? Yeah. You have six beautiful kids. Oh, no. Wealthy. Oh, I'm no. How old are your children? Time. They run from uh, 11 to 20 years old. Okay. Wow. Great time to be a dad. Ouch. Yikes. Ouch. What's that? That's terrible. Because. Terrible to have children? No, I mean, the, terrible that they have two. Mo- do, you're married to the mother still? Yes. Uh, putatively married. That, that's a big issue. I don't know what that means, but I don't know if, I don't know if we should say that word on air <laughs> out loud. <laughs> uh, but they have two mamas, man. So you don't, mamas, what do you mean? Because you're you think like a mama. You think like the mainstream media, just like the mainstream media. Well, I understand what you're saying. There are men who have women's energy, but hey, I don't sound like one of those men, do I? Yeah, you do. You sound exactly <laughs> like them. No, I don't. No, I don't. Yeah, you do, man. You're, you're, you all no, your words, all your words here, are feeling sorry for the illegals coming over here. 
pretending like it's upstanding men who are, don't want to break the law. Oh, far from it. But they'll just come up here just so they can survive. Like America is yeah, the only place where they can survive. Yeah, That's insane, great. A lot man. of them are great people. They're not perfect. But they're not coming up here just because they want to, you know, have a little bit better of a life. These are people in rough, rough situations for the most part. That's irrelevant. Got to go, man. Irrelevant. Got to go. Take care. Yeah, of course you do. You can't talk to a real man. You have talked to you for eight, <laughs> 18 and a half minutes, man. What a, <laughs> a mama. All right, adios. Let's, let's have a debate. Some- Bye. Um, LGBTIQ propaganda everywhere. I'm kind of glad I didn't ask him about this. Uh, ben from Ben Thorpe. Uh, LGBTIQ propaganda everywhere. This is from the far left extremist outlet Pocket, which is not even an outlet. I guess they're sort of an outlet. They put out crazy stuff. Um, but they also gather liberal media headlines, too. And then I will get back to calls. Sorry, I took too long with that caller. Um, why it matters that you're seeing more LGBTQ plus people on screen. And they're pushing this propaganda on kids. Same people are pushing, who are pushing gun control. Same people who are pushing abortion. Same people who are pushing uh, feel sorry for the illegals, invaders. Oh, they just want a better life. In search of a better life. Oh, yeah. That's the good thing to do. Um, from The Last of Us, whatever that is, to Heartstopper. LGBTQ plus people have arguably been, never been as visible on screen as they are now. Gross. Lucy Middleton of Openly. There's apparently an outlet called Openly. Stay away from that thing. Highlights the stories of those driving that change. And so this article, I went ahead and read a, a, a little bit of it. Um, pushes a bunch of different articles from it. That's pocket for you. They gather a whole bunch of mess. Uh, LGBTQ plus issues are arguably more in the spotlight than they've ever been before, both for better and worse. <laughs> yeah, mostly for worse. In fact, I don't know if it's for better at all. Did you know that Thor? Uh, there's a Thor movie that has that mess, Love and Thunder. Ugh. I don't even want to mention that word. Sounds gross. That title have raised the profile of LGBTQ plus people in the media and given people much needed representation. Sickos, sick people, huh? While huge global progress has been made in raising awareness, growing visibility has brought with it increased hostility and resistance to change. (laughs) Uh, Nick saw, was watching The Last of Us. Oh, is that the one where they have to be quiet and then there's zombies and then there's like vines and stuff? Yes. I have seen bits of that. Uh, which was pretty good. 
But then they hit me with the gayest split ever. <laughs> but I want to. But I want to watch what happens with the show. Yeah, that's that's sick. They hit you with that stuff. They've been pushing this mess forever. Um, I remember talking with Esteban before about because uh, he knows about the conspiracies about this stuff that they will make fun of something. And by making fun of it, you're accepting it. Like they they put it in as it becomes easier to ha- take and handle. And then pretty soon you'll, people are embracing it. Because they would make fun of the gays and stuff in, in the old school, supposed good old days movies sometimes. And then pretty soon they were putting them in serious roles. And they would make fun of, like, how Taco Bell, I don't know about Taco Bell specifically, but there was, like, I don't know, Futurama, maybe one of these cartoons, would mock how uh, there's, like, poison, literal poison and, and bad for you stuff in the fast food. They would mock it, make fun of it, and then you uh, eat it and you're just joking about it when you're eating stuff that's bad for you. You literally, it makes you, turn, turns it into a temptation to eat it. Did you want to comment on this, The Last of Us stuff? No, I'm just reacting to what you're saying. It's really true because it feels like it's next level right now. Because yeah. we used to like make fun of, we used to just joke like, well, it wasn't just jokes. It was also like, we were also noticing how evil it was that, like The Little Mermaid, for example, Recent Memory, they made her black and right. just things like that, roles. It's like next level now. Now yeah. it's now it's like every now it's like a bunch of roles that don't make sense. In The Last of Us, particularly, it's based off of a 2013 video game, okay. and they made characters in that show, the HBO one that came out. They made them gay and black that just make no sense. Uh-huh. <laughs> the main character Joe, he's like a white guy, and his daughter's black. It just they, it, now it's like defies logic. Wow! And I'm wondering if it's like a big joke just to rile us up or something. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is meant to uh it's meant to make you fight it's meant to troll us i literally believe that trump that not trump obama purposely trolled hatefully purposely and hatefully trolled the conservatives into um being offended at this stuff that he said the evil lies that he would say while huge global progress goes on the the po- far left pocket, which is curated headlines, and they put out st- stuff too, and it's owned by Mozilla, which is Firefox has the Firefox web browser. It's a it's a big tech organization, <laughs> not that big, but it's pretty big, and they famously fired one of their founders who came who invented JavaScript who voted yes on Prop 8 in California, or he uh, voted for it, or donated to uh, define marriages between a man and a woman. And Californians voted, including many blacks, for uh, marriage to be only between a man and a woman, as if we need to say that. Duh! And uh, so Mozilla got rid of that guy because other employees were like, he's... Uh, this guy donated to take away the rights. And this is, I think, before. No, it might have been after the so-called Supreme Court. No, it was before that he did that. Came out years later that he donated to it. And 
I think he might have said, yes, I'm for normal, actual, real marriage. I'm a Christian. And they got rid of him. Christians not allowed. Christians got to go into the closet. To kiss up to the gays. Make them feel comfortable. Keep them, protect them from the truth. Mama wants to protect them from the truth. Um, global progress has been made in raising awareness. Why do we need to be aware of you, sickos? Growing visibility. Don't, the blacks even know, don't put your business out there. Or some blacks know that. Many blacks don't. But the hippies, the hippie generation, the mama generation, say, let it all hang out. And even the Christians fell for that. Confess your sins one to another. Thinking that that's misinterpreting that, huh? Growing visibility has brought with it increased hostility and resistance to change. We don't need change. We need repentance. Change for the better, not for the worse. Debate over day-to-day equal rights. Give me a break. Phony idea of day-to-day equal rights. Like the phony idea of getting quote-unquote married. Continues to cast a long shadow over global politics, media, and sports. You heard about Uganda. Uganda has outlawed this same-sex mess. If you're into that mess, you've uh, fallen into that, um, you better hide it and pray and repent. Go back into the closet, the prayer closet. Already this year, more than 375 anti-LGBTQ plus bills primarily targeting trans youth. So-called trans youth, there's no such thing as a trans youth. It's primarily protecting kids and letting them know, no, this is not right. When you know, when there is a law, when there is a law and societal value against it, it's more of a a fence that you know not to cross on top of the law of the heart. But no, let's embrace it. Pretend like it's something to be proud of. The mama spirit. 375 so-called anti-LGBTQ plus bills in the United States, in various states. In December, multiple European teams were banned from wearing one love rainbow armbands during the World Cup in Qatar. Or Qatar. Qatar. (laughs) Qatar. Shout out to the Qatari people. Nice. Russia expanded its ban on so-called gay propaganda to include adults. Good. Vladimir Putin, the most interesting man in the world, has repeatedly taken aim at LGBTQ plus people in speeches justifying the Ukraine invasion. Interesting. Didn't, I hadn't heard that one. And he may just be a phony politician. Putin, I don't know. I've heard he's a killer. Not that that's necessarily a bad thing. There is a time for it. Or maybe he's repented. Who knows? These are just a few examples of the scrutiny LGBTQ plus people, there's no such thing, are under. And the polarization of public opinion has made on-screen representation even more important. Every time an LGBTQ plus person appears on a person's TV, laptop, or phone screen, an opportunity is, to, is created to provide more empathy. Liberal word. Emotions and understanding. Understanding is fine. 
but they mean it in the wrong way. And this woman, Lucy Middleton, she is a... What is this? Going down her Twitter. Lucy Middleton, she slash they. I'm hoping that this is an actual woman. Writer slash journalist and deputy editor of Openly. Ex-Daily Mirror, ex-Metro UK. So she's from London, England. Ex-Deutsche Welle. 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 However you pronounce that. Uh, she, they. I never heard that that was a real thing. What in the world? <laughs> she, they. And they have a whole bunch of other things. Should I scroll through some of these? You better hope she... Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> She's passing from far away. Passing means you could be what you're pretending to be um, with regard to the transgenders. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I feel like doing this. Let's jump down to The Last of Us. Since you talked about that, Nick. Um, that's like... If you organize it, by, if you organize it by, oh, you found it. Oh no, not that one. Is that from The Last of Us? Uh, yeah, that one is. That's that's Nick Offman. He played one of the characters. Oh. <laughs> okay, so he was, a, and he's a supposedly normal, as in so-called straight. I mean, he played like manly roles in other shows or something like that. And then he played a gay person. Out of control, over the top, <laughs> gay, like you wouldn't believe. Ugh. Terrible. Evil. I thought that you were going to uh, go down to the second, to, no, no, the fourth from the bottom or fifth from the bottom? Fifth from the last? Uh, the oh, Last of Us star, this one. Bella Ramsey, says that there are more important things than two people kissing on screen. Ugh. I don't even like when normal uh, people kiss on screen nasty. (laughs) Uh, Bella Ramsey has been great at talking about her character in the media and calling out some of the homophobic backlash the show unfortunately got. Sick people forcing this degeneracy on the people. And you'll notice that they're they're worse... Than uh, the normal people who are, who are uh, the, the, they're worse per capita than the normal people of society. The people running this stuff. So they're pushing the people, the normal people of society, into uh, disgustingness. Anyway, I'm going to get to your calls and more stories and uh, black mess. One decent, pretty decent black guy who uh, used to be kind of anti-white. I don't know where he stands really, but people are saying, oh, he's fake. I don't buy that. And that's partly why I want to cover it. Uh, this Jason Whitlock guy. They're pointing to stuff from 10, 11 years ago, 12 15, 16 years ago, and acting like he's a flip-flopper, just doing it for the money. And uh, they have no idea what they're talking about. They're uh, listening to Satan. 
Um, and blacks out of control, tearing up stores. Black ladies. But now it's time for some music, right? We need to clean our palate. It's is um, Mary Rice Hopkins. God's love. Hope you like it. It's children's music. It's Christian. I grew up on it. She was music mama at Forest Home Christian Family Camp. Enjoy your musical Philistines. Grin and bear it. Or you can press mute, I suppose. Um, or you can cover your ears, even. You can cover your ears and sing la la la. <laughs> uh, or go shovel snow. Pull weeds. But here is uh, God's Love by Mary Rice Hopkins, and I'll be back for hour two. Hang tight. Give us something fast and aggressive. <laughs> hey, got my nap mat. <laughs> Get my nap mat. 
I remember we used to take naps in a preschool. Hey, the Satanic Temple wants its mix, his mixtape back. You mean her mixtape. Only women are Satanists and female-minded liberal males. It's a fact, Jack. Look it up. Let me double-check for Super Chess, guys. Over on Streamlabs.com slash The Hake Report. John WX25. Bank it. Bank it. That Ben is okay with cutting off... I can't say that. <laughs> I don't know, John WX25. I don't know what... He says, little boy's something's... And he sits... And he sits to go number one. <laughs> I can read that one. <laughs> I think John WX25 is just joking. Thank you, John WX25. I'm not taking that to the bank. <laughs> but thank you. King Alpha Nerd says The Last of Us was based off a 2013 video game, as Nick mentioned. Nicolas, Anchor Baby, host of Nick's Stream. And all that stuff was already in the game. Really? The only, no. difference, the only difference was they gave an extended look on Bill and Frank's relationship for the show, says King Alpha Nerd. It was barely alluded to, maybe. You didn't to the Bill and Frank stuff. Okay. In the game. Interesting. Uh, Evil is real. Bought a few coffees here. If your child dies, suck it up. Go to the bedroom and make another one. Totally replaceable. People used to have tons of kids because kids were expected to die. Many did, yeah. Many did. Um... Evil is real, bought a coffee, another coffee on buymeacoffee.com slash the hate report. Some chat tard, which I disavow that last uh, suffix, <laughs> just asked me for my evidence that Paul was an antichrist. Just watch the last two months of this show. Oy vey, says evil is real. I spent like $50 in super chats just laying it out. Yeah, and I read all of them. Thank you, Evil is Real, which I'm still not convinced. I don't buy it. I think you're assuming. Because many times things sound like uh, like contradictions when they are not in fact contradictions. Not in reality. That's my take. But he's a recovering atheist. He's an intellectual and a... Uh, I don't know. Uh, DJ On Pa, also known as Jean Pa, if you ask uh, Nick, who's French Canadian. <laughs> I made that up. The Last of Us catches you hook, line, and. <laughs> I can't say that word. Instead of sinker, he, he changes it for another word that's uh, out of which you go, number two. Never mind. Sorry, kids. Parents. <laughs> it's funny, though. It's sort of funny, but it's gross. <laughs> Do you know what word he's referring to? Yes, Nick knows. I could imagine. So Nick is pretty quick, though. My chat, my my other audience may not be as quick, but don't you're not missing anything. <laughs> uh, Evil is real with another uh, Rumble rant over there on Rumble.com/slash/the-hate-report. A couple of them actually. How is the death of 
so-called migrants, he uses the term migrants, a tragedy. Please explain. I would say more ironic since they're looking for a better, better life. Uh, yeah, it's ironic. I don't use the word, I don't like to throw around the word tragedy. Maybe it's, a, it's tragic for some more innocent illegals who didn't set fire to the mattresses, allegedly. If that story is true from the Mexican authorities, suspicions. Uh, maybe tragic for one or two, but the UN getting involved. Didn't, didn't cackling Kamala Harris say, don't come? Listen to the woman. <laughs> anyway, uh, evil is still real with another diamond, uh, not diamond, Rumble Rant says, this song is awesome. Thank you for sharing, Hake. God bless and have a great day every day. Wow, that's cool. He likes it. And uh, that sob, I'm just going to pronounce it that sob, <laughs> over on Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E dot com slash at the Hake Report, says she it pronouns. She, oh, I can't say that. <laughs> he tricked me. Um... Because the woman went by she, they. Uh, that's pretty funny, though, man. That's pretty funny. And you got me. You tricked me into saying it. Sorry, kids. Don't say that too much. <laughs> that's really funny. I'm, I'm genuinely amused. And I am not easily amused, despite how much I may laugh. Okay. Let me get to William in California. He has some comments on that tragedy in Nashville. Please. William in California, thanks for holding, man. You're on the line. How are you doing, James? Doing well, man. Hey, um, I noticed that they're politicizing it already with the gun control. Some grandstander (laughs) who has survived a mass shooting. And I'm here on my vacation right. to speak on guns. And let me give you a news flash. That's that Hispanic mama who butted in yeah. to a news conference. Yeah. I played her clip yeah. yesterday. Yeah. Ridiculous. You sit down. Yeah. You sit down. There ain't nothing happening. I repeat, nothing happening with the Second Amendment. You can try it, but it ain't happening. Just like the black lady with her food truck yesterday, her food truck. Somebody black tried to rob her food truck, his gun jams, and she shoots him and kills him. So there ain't nothing happening with the Second Amendment. I hope not. I mean, it's already kind of gone in different places. I don't know if we really... I don't think that it's... Didn't I tell you the rest of the country doesn't live like California? They kind of end up that way, though, man. It's it's already so restricted. Like, look at uh, New Jersey. Remember that guy who moved from Colorado to New Jersey, and then he spent some yeah. time. He did some time yeah, because I heard about that. his mother, sp- being a mama, yeah, his mm-hmm. mother being a mo- Scott Adkins, I think is his name. If I'm remember, or Brian Adkins, something like that. He was moving after a divorce from Colorado to New Jersey, called ahead, asked him about how to store his guns or tr- transport his guns. He was moving in a van. His mother called the police because she was distraught that he may try to commit suicide or something. And the police searched his vehicle, the U-Haul or whatever, 
and uh, found the weapons, and you got charged with a felony and convicted and spent, I think, three years in uh, prison until the fat guy governor um, commuted his sentence. Mm-hmm. And that was uh, the rhino. I like him, though, sometimes. You, you know... Um, so California's you, not the only travel. insane place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, yeah, I guess uh, where his uh, thing uh, could be, I might be wrong, but, you know, he did cross state lines but from he, a state that's gun-friendly to a state that's gun-unfriendly. Right, but he called, he, he says that he called ahead to... Um, oh, he, he made the arrangements. New Jersey, I mean, I don't know what... I don't know what arrangements he would have made, but he tried okay. to do it right, according to him. To do it right. Okay, okay. But you're right. Like well, my point is, New Jersey's not gun friendly. No, no, friendly. not at all. They violate it. Not at all. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, um, uh, I got to give the police credit and the footage uh, to tell all these liberals how hard that job is of being a police officer because they came in there and they took care of business. They were very good at what they were doing. Oh, you're talking about over in uh, Nashville? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those cops, those cops did, uh, went right in and, and dealt with the and dealt with them. Right. alleged right. criminal woman. Right. But see... As opposed to Uvalde, a, which is roundly right. criticized, which I don't know... Well, what you know, you have a lot is. of women in, in, in position in City Hall and state legislation who push for police... To be, I know they do it here in California. The police to be further and further and further away from schools, which is very dangerous. Uh, if you look at what happened yesterday, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. So, yeah, I know, like police away. They, yeah, they have removed armed officers from Correct. some of these schools, and then they're Correct. bringing them back again because uh, there was this. Remember that light-skinned black kid who I talked mm-hmm. about and you talked about who shot. A couple of people who were patting him down every day. They literally had to pat him down every day. Oh, Colorado. Yeah, yeah, in Colorado. That's right, Denver. Um, Yeah. And they had the uh, liberal, I assume, Denver City Council or school board or whatever, voted Mm -hmm. to remove the armed police officers, which when I was in school, we didn't need armed police officers. No, I didn't didn't need when I was going there. The teachers had a gun in their briefcase. (laughs) Nice, yeah. Okay. And uh, the best teachers when I was growing up were men. So, um, right. You spent twenty minutes on the phone with a simp. You probably he's a, he's a father. He's talking about uh, the migrants. Yeah, those ain't migrants. I know they're illegals. Yeah, and he, he said something about invasion is a military term. No, it's not. I'm six four three quarters, one ninety. I can stand over you. And call you a simp, and you wouldn't be doing nothing about it. But you would be that's invading... an invasion of your space. No, right. that's an invasion of your space, yep. simp. <laughs> you probably had a baby with a with a baby holster in front of you too. I don't know what that means. You know, I don't you know, to, that, I don't little, get into you know that little sick thing that fathers are running around with the baby. Oh yeah, around. with the uh, pouch, yeah. that front pouch yeah, he's, thing. He's running them. He's one of them. He's one of them. He's one of them. We spent 20 minutes talking about it. Those are not migrants. And I don't care if they're starving. Now, that's an invasion of your thoughts. How about that? Yeah. 
I mean, and people why, have why, to deal why are, with... And why are, why are these people so upset about guns? I don't hear you saying nothing about 695 people killed in Chicago last year and, like, what? At least 100 were little, bitty, tiny kids? I don't see you acting like that over there. I want to go back to what you said about the migrant stuff and the starving and the bad countries. What, what so? we have... Yeah, exactly. But what we have is... Um, redistribution of of the uh, poor people at the ghettos ghetto oh, countries ghetto countries and ghetto uh people into the better better uh run societies so you're enabling those bad countries to not be functioning and you're yeah. enabling those bad people to uh go into a pl- place where they're more white and spoiled because they're uh the whites have functional, peaceful societies, whereas they don't. So, it's, so and you're just spreading starving. the misery. So, 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 what I heard was they're starving. And they're Is not. That what I heard, and he, he he couldn't say that they were starving. He was saying, well, "Oh, they literally have to be starving for you to go all the way up to America." He just admitted basically that they're economic and crime refugees, and many of them are what. Economic refugees, you know? You simp. Which is a fake idea. It's not a reason to be leaving. I don't care what's going on in their country. Yeah. You're not a migrant. You're an illegal. I know. I don't care. What about this guy that that got shot in front of his kids? What about this guy that got shot in front of... Oh, Happy Women's Month. What about this black woman with her mother, this guy's with his mother-in-law and his wife, trying to go to work. They want him to cook for the kids. Oh, But man. he's going to work. I hadn't he heard about that. He's killed in front of his little kids. You can hear the little kids crying, Daddy, Daddy. Well, the woman shot him cold blood in Mississippi. Don't hear anybody talking about that. Wow. What a mess. I don't hear anybody talking about the 700 uh, people that got killed in Chicago. You're going to tell me something about some migrants starving? I don't care. Right. And why are you caring? I can invade your space by calling you a simp. You don't do nothing about it. Well, I appreciate not it, just man. The military. It's not a military term. It's not. Right you can now. invade somebody's space. Yep. Okay, so... You go take care of them. That's what you do, since you care about them. Because they do get on trains, on top of trains, and get up here to this border. And they're, they're trucked over here. That, and they have very unchristian people traveling down there. And, and um, NGOs, so-called NGOs, pushing the propaganda to come up here. Yeah. And subsidizing it. I don't, know why, I don't know when, I don't know why they don't think to themselves... To go ahead, you got one of the biggest bases in the world is right there. Two of them, as a matter of fact, one is in El Paso, the other is Fort Hood. That's the mechanized division. Here's the deal: Why don't you send some soldiers down there to that border and see if they come in here? I know. I wish. It could because I mean, you're talking about an invasion. You invade their space by saying, "No, you're not coming in here." It's terrible. They brought these people over here because they're just trying to get those votes and trying to, you know, they're trying to win 
all these elections with popular vote. We're not going to ever have a popular vote. That's why they want to make uh, that, uh, that mayor in D.C. That's why she wants two extra stars on the flag, which ain't going to happen. She wants statehood uh, for D.C., huh? Yeah, she I wants a bunch two, of women, two extra stars on the flag because she wants to uh, pack the courts, get an, uh, two new states, and we're not going to the popular vote. The popular vote does not win the election. It's the electoral vote that wins the election. And we're not changing college. that. You, you, yeah. Yeah. you have to realize what has to be changed to take away uh, some of these things. Something, if you if you have at least a 12th grade education, you would know how many things that have to be changed to switch to popular vote versus electoral. Electoral is there for a reason. Right. But if you have a sixth grade level thinking, you're not going to know that. Terrible. But you're not talking about almost 700 people killed in Chicago in one neighborhood. In how in how long of a time? Seven hundred people killed in the Chicago neighborhood in how long of time? In less than a year. Seven hundred people killed? Six ninety five. Shot or killed? Shot and killed. Are you serious? When was this? Man. Chicago, two thousand twenty two. I did not know that. Those are them, their numbers their numbers. For years, uh, we were in Afghanistan. You're right. How long? That's not fake news. I know it's not. I fake suppose news. I, sh- this I suppose is way I should have. California. I su- suppose that. Yeah, I should have known that you don't tend to give bad information. I don't do that. I don't uh, do that. Yeah, Chicago Tribune, out January third, twenty twenty-five. Six hundred ninety-five people were slain. More than half, or 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 not even eighteen. Normally, it used to be like. 300, 400, something like that in the recent years, no. right? Wasn't it no. like lower? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, uh, 400 in the 400s in the 2010s and 2015, 2015, yeah. 493, 425, mm. 2014. Mm. Uh, and then back in the um, ni- early 90s, 1991, it went. It went down. Now it's going back up again. It's crazy. Yeah, it's the blacks doing their thing. Yeah, and then you know, the uh, your Happy Women's Month. Oh, yep. Yesterday morning, we had one woman get on the Bay Bridge from Oakland to San Francisco, going the opposite direction. It's a double deck, one way, and then the the lower deck is going the other way. Okay. She goes the opposite direction on I think either the top deck. No. The lower deck, she the lower deck goes to Oakland. So she gets on the lower deck and go against traffic. Highway patrol chases her down. She turns around downtown San Francisco, gets back on the opposite direction on the on the top deck, and it, I mean, and they chased her all the way to San Leandro. She black, crazy with kids in the back seat. Uh, ben, yeah, you know, you since you addressed that prior caller. And uh, mm-hmm. he, he's, Did I in the, his face? he's in the chat saying, can't pronounce electoral properly. I bet you I can pronounce, I can invade your S- space, simp. You school me, dude. <laughs> All right, man. 
That's enough yeah. of that. So, I don't so, want to do. So, I don't so, want to do the fighting with the. No, with, no, I don't want to do that either because that's that's the only place he can address me. So no but more, no more, it, no more shouting simp at him. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So look here, I don't care about them. I'm concerned about what's happening in, in the black community and in America. Yeah. Issues that's happening in our country. I don't care if they're starving or not. Yeah. So. That chat don't mean anything. That's not nothing. We spent 20 minutes with you talking about nothing. I know. Well, I mean, thank, you, what? thank you, William. Go ahead, I, got, I got to run. Take care, man. Take care, man. All right. Yeah. Do I care about the, about the illegal countries? The illegals coming in from messy countries. Hague turning into Jerry Springer. Uh, I don't know if I, uh, what do I, what do I think or feel about that? For one, I don't trust what the media does. They do all these puff pieces. They did this puff piece on this woman who's all desperate. Um, coming up in the, in the caravans. They do caravan after caravan after caravan. Um, pushing, pushing up into America from all these, Southern, South America, Central America. And I hear that NGOs, non-government organizations, basically very unchristian groups, propagandize them and say, come up to America. We have ways to uh, get you in there. Because the laws are so messed up. And then the lawyer liars are so evil that they'll finagle ways for them to make it and pretend that it's legal. They're asylum seekers. They're asylum seekers. No, they're illegals, I think, is what's correct. You can't cross the border and then try to plead asylum. I think it's illegal. That's why you get into detention. You're supposed to, to, according to Ann Coulter, appeal to the next country over if it's war-torn, if it's actually a war-torn country. If you're just fleeing for a better life, don't come here. (laughs) don't come here and they're bringing they're not making it better when they come here many of them aren't most of them aren't I think they need to be men and man up fix their own countries and let's let us not be mama let them come over here and redistribute that stuff. It's just like with the climate mess. There's redistributing the wealth of America into poorer countries to help them get climate friendly, supposedly. And Coulter was applauding Biden for what? So... Here's an example of assuming, based on quotes, old quotes of other people, Jason Whitlock is supposedly a sports guy, sports journalist, sports commentator, writer, black, former columnist at the Kansas City Star, AOL Sports, remember AOL, America Online, I think, 
FoxSports.com and ESPN, far-left extremist ESPN. So if he was a columnist, we all know that sports writers are notoriously dumb liberals, evil liberals. So this guy might have used to be, might used to have been an evil liberal, misguided liberal. Maybe not totally off the deep end, probably a Christian, you know, he's black, 55 years old. He played D1 college football, Division I. At Ball State as an offensive lineman, whatever that is. Was a radio personality for WHB KCSP Sports stations in the Kansas City area. And he's black, so you would expect and cut him some slack for being a liberal. Because he grew, grew up in a liberal world all around him. In the June 2008 issue of Playboy magazine, he wrote a 5,000-word column questioning America's incarceration and drug war policies. 2008, that's around the time Obama was on the scene trying to run for president. Incarceration and drug war policies. So he sounds kind of like a liberal or maybe a libertarian type of a guy. Lalbertarian. In June 2021... Whitlock joined Blaze Media, The Blaze, which is a supposedly conservative sort of an outlet, mainstream, started a new show, Fearless, with Jason Whitlock. In an interview with Tucker Carlson, Whitlock stated that a lot of what the left supports is satanic. And I believe that he means that, because that's a fact, Jack. So maybe he was one of those black Christians who was just a dumb liberal, And then he saw the liberals going just off the deep end, satanic, and said, hey there, hold on, wait a minute. I got that from some movie, I think. Hey, hey there, hold on, wait a minute. Uh, I don't know which one, but I like it. And so a lot of like blacks are like alienated by pushing all this gay stuff. And so here's present day Jason Whitlock on the Second Amendment 2A. Because, as William from California said, they're politicizing every mass murder that they can to push the, the attack on our rights to guns. Just because their type, liberals, emotional people, commit murders. The gun in the Second Amendment is not just a symbol, says Jason Whitlock. It's the only thing standing between us and a tyrannical government, says he. Which I don't know if I agree with that entirely. But uh, here's his tweet. We're looking at it here. And uh, clip 12, minute-long thing of him talking. And uh, here it is. The gun and the Second Amendment is not just a symbol, but it's the only thing standing between us and a tyrannical government, if not for our Second Amendment rights, trust me, the government would have been at our door forcing us to take Pfizer shots <laughs> at gunpoint. Uh, that's his... When you remove... Speculation. Oh. There's more to that. Are you able to start it where it, where it left off? To take I don't know if that's Pfizer good. shots at gunpoint. Hmm. When you remove the gun from the people, 
and their ability to defend themselves from a government, a government whose nature throughout human history has been tyrannical yep. and abusive and oppressive. Remove and the gun and the government is at your door and they are completely in control of your life and they will do horrendous atrocities to the people in the name of progress. Yep, that's true. And I slightly disagree. I disagree with him somewhat. And I think that he would disagree with himself because I've heard him talk about manhood and men being men. Men being men in spiritual strength also stands in the way. That's why men are under attack. Christians are under attack. Whites are under attack because they're the ones who are the most free, the most independent, the most moral. JLP, I used to be his bodyguard for his, uh, when he would go and speak to different groups, different people, which he still does. You can go to jessieleepeterson.com and request that he come speak to your group or a group in your area, and he'll travel and do it. Um, you would say you can't control a moral people. You have to demoralize them or take away the morals and make them oh sad and crying over the babies getting killed. <laughs> Children getting killed. Ooh. Get demoralized and be immoral. The Christians, the whites, the men are in a sorry state, but they're the ones least sorry. <laughs> and the gun types, the guys who are, can handle their guns, good gun control. That's my, I don't know how to imitate good gun control. <laughs> Buy a shotgun. I'm, I'm Sleepy Joe Biden. Buy a shotgun. Fire two shots in the air. And then run those people off. It's supposedly illegal in some areas. <laughs> Buy a shotgun. <laughs> uh, so there's a reply from Roy Batty, 010816, who says, I stand with these men, replying to Jason Whitlock, standing for the Second Amendment. And he shares quotes of Alexander Hamilton, uh, Thomas Jefferson, a few quotes, James Madison, George Washington, who was the marauder of uh, small towns, based... <laughs> I learned that from legal man, and legal man didn't consider it based. But I may. There's a time to burn towns down. Didn't God have the Israelites do it? <laughs> Men, women, and children, and even the animals. Animal lovers, you can uh, go kick rocks. Because I don't want to say a word that's more vulgar or a phrase. Benjamin Franklin, who some say he was immoral, but probably his morality is much better. So here's some quotes. The Constitution shall never be construed to prevent the people of the United States who are peaceable citizens. And you can show this on screen. There it is. Thank you. The Constitution shall never be construed to prevent the people of the United States who are peaceable citizens from keeping their own arms. And by arms, they don't just mean these guns right here. If I grunt my... Guns get bigger. 
<laughs> Amazing quote, said, uh, says Nick, of this Alexander Hamilton. He says, shall, but it shall, surely did. Alexander Hamilton. The strongest reason, this is Thomas Jefferson purportedly, the strongest reason for the people to retain the right to keep and bear arms, as in guns. <laughs> Sorry, I spit a little bit. Sorry, JLP. I'm on his studio. I'm on his network. I wonder what he would, I wonder if he's been shaking his head at this whole show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the strongest reason for the people to retain the right to keep and bear arms as in as a last resort in as a last resort to protect themselves against tyranny tyranny you heard the tea party talk about that in the government says thomas jefferson the beauty of the second amendment is that it will not be needed until they try to take it says thomas jefferson and that i heard that the founders didn't even think that the the first 10 amendments the bill of rights even needed to be said and that they shouldn't be said because if they're said, then they can be taken away. It's basically like defying. It's kind of like God told, JLP made the point that God told Adam and Eve not to eat from the tree of fruit, from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. It's kind of like the government came up with the Bill of Rights to tempt the later government liberals to take away our, all of our rights, which they've basically done. Laws that forbid the carrying of arms disarm only those who are neither inclined nor determined to commit crimes, says Thomas Jefferson, perhaps, purportedly, right? Such laws, I don't know if these are real quotes, by the way. I'm just assuming. I'm just reading them, okay? They're nice quotes. Such laws make things worse for the assaulted and better for the assailants. Yep. They serve rather to encourage than to prevent homicides, as in murders. For an unarmed man may be attacked with greater confidence than an armed man. Yeah, that's right. Ever heard of Dylan Roof? Dylan Roof specifically didn't go to the, uh, the drug dealers, blacks. He went to the churchy blacks, churchy black liberals. Because they don't shoot back. Boards don't hit back, said uh, the great but late Bruce Lee. Boards don't hit back. Uh, gun-free zones, as somebody in the chat, one of the ladies in the Facebook chat yesterday said, uh, gun-free zones. As Haig says, ducks in a barrel. As Nick more properly says, fish in a barrel. (laughs) Sitting ducks. Sitting ducks in a barrel. I'm combining my different uh, idioms. (laughs) Disarm the people. That is the best and most effective way to enslave them, says James Madison. Yeah. As J- that's what Jason Whitlock said. A free people ought not only to be armed and disciplined, a, well, a well-trained militia. Well, well-regulated means well-functioning, by the way. Not regulated by the stupid government, which is evil. But they should have sufficient arms and ammunition to maintain a status of independence from those who might attempt to abuse them, which would include their own government, says George Washington. Those who sacrifice liberty for security de- deserve neither said Benjamin Franklin. And that's that the liberal females and female-minded liberal males did with the China virus. You don't get to, you don't get to uh, have your freedom when it puts my 
life in danger. And that's in their imagination that they're putting their life in danger because the uh, China virus is unseen. So in their imagination, my my standing without a mask way over here and and a father way over here and by by my arm's length, I mean like ten times that or at least three, four, five times that. Several yards away, probably 10, 15 yards away is selfish. I'm being selfish because I'm not wearing a mask. A father, a mama type of a father. Probably Jewish is my guess because he's like a liberal guy in L.A. in a Jewish neighborhood. Hat tip, Ben Thorpe. (laughs) Uh, They tend to be liberals. Normal whites don't tend to be liberals. Um, teaching his son to judge his fellow man. Terrible. So uh, here's this reply guy, and then I'll get to calls. I'll try to plow through this fast. Reply guy says, Chester Birdbath says, Weird, I remember when you called the NRA the new KKK. He's mocking the black man, Jason Whitlock, who talked with a little bit of common sense regarding the Second Amendment. Calling the NRA, the National Rifle Association, the new KKK. But you were... And so, at some point, apparently, this guy did say that. This Jason Whitlock guy. Maybe he used to be a liberal, or maybe he is, maybe he is pandering. But irregardless, which is not a word, he was telling the truth in present day, roughly. Maybe not the whole truth, but close to it. And generally, he seems, strikes me as a fairly... He's making some deep points when he goes on... My competitor, Tucker Carlson's show. But you are, but you were pandering to a different audience then. Or are you just pandering now? Maybe he wasn't pandering either time. Maybe he was just a dumb liberal now, and now he's less dumb. Ever think of that? Chester Birdbath. I'm replying to this tweeter. If you're watching the Hake, <laughs> it's hard to know what you believe when you clearly have no consistent principles. And he's, look at this. He's referencing a thing from an uh, article, Real Clear Politics. Uh, go to the um, Real Clear article. Real Clear Politics. T- 2012? Oh, yeah, total flip-flopper. Nobody ever changes their... Nobody ever from their mid-40s to their mid-50s changes their mind. Has to be pandering. No consistent principles. And the screenshot says, anti-gun sports columnist Jason Whitlock said the NRA is the new KKK. Real Clear Politics, December 3rd, 2012. So that guy with the sleepy eyes, Jason Whitlock. And I like sleepy eyes. I think it's cool. I like his demeanor and look. Talking all, He talked so slow and paused so long that Nick stopped the, the uh, clip, and I thought it was over too. <laughs> uh Kansas City sports columnist who inspired Bob Costas's oh, remember Bob Costas? His anti-gun rant last night back in 2012, December 2nd, I guess it would have been, likened the NRA to the KKK in a podcast he did with CNN's Coming Nonsense Network's Roland Martin. Roland Martin. He's a guy, liberal, fat, fat as well. And Jason Whitlock is, you know, portly, portly. Former athlete, though. D1. So eat that for breakfast. Um, Roland Martin with a, 
who, who also I heard has a black uh, female wife. I should hope so. I should hope that black male Roland Martin has a black female wife <laughs> who is a purported minister, though. Ridiculous. So he was on that Roland Martin show early in the morning. He said, I did not go as far as I'd like to go with my thoughts on the NRA and America's gun culture. I believe the NRA is the new KKK and that arming of so many black youths as if the NRA is responsible for that and loading up our community with drugs as if the NRA is responsible for that, buddy. And then just having an open open shooting gallery is the work of people who obviously don't have our best interests. Parentheses at heart or brackets at heart. So in an article, uh, my real take on gun control back then on Fox Sports, Whitlock said America's gun control, gun culture, gun culture is out of control, dangerous and a threat to our liberty. So he was a how, how, how now, brown cow. (laughs) Uh, I learned that before I ever heard JLP say that, by the way, I'm not just copying JLP all day. Only like 50%. (laughs) The right to bear arms no longer protects us from a government armed with stealth bombers, wrote Jason Whitlock back then. Predator drones, tanks, nuclear weapons, and all other knickknacks, James Madison and Co. Company couldn't envision when ratifying the Bill of Rights in 1791. So, uh... Big Bump, who's also a sportsman, said Whitlock, if I'm not mistaken, didn't wear earrings anymore. Oh, he used to wear earrings? Yeah, so maybe he's turned be turned more mature. And, uh, you know, you hear Sleepy Joe talking about, unless you have F-16s, you can't fight against the government. So you might as well give up all your, your defense. No, but those armed people in the Malheur Ranch, which I don't necessarily endorse the actions of some of the militia people. Oh, you, Nick was showing the earrings. Oh, okay. Yeah, he had earrings back then. I didn't notice that. Oh! <laughs> Pretending to throw up. I need to get. I need to bring back the spittoon because I don't really like vomiting. I I say it makes me want to spit instead of makes me want to throw up. But uh, my point in showing all this is that don't hate or mock even Ben Thorpe, <laughs> also known as Abel, <laughs> for being a female-minded unchristian sounding type of a person (laughs) Uh, because people don't know they have their they don't see it if I read this stuff from Jason Whitlock back then I'd be oh forget him he's dumb sucker dumb black sucker (laughs) And then, uh, and then look at the liberals who are throwing this in his, trying to throw this in his face. I don't even know if he saw it. And making, jumping to conclusions, oh, he's just a grifter. He's just uh, pandering now, back then and now, and no consistent principles. He may well have consistent principles. You have no idea what you're talking about. Judging the heart of the people. 
judging the heart of the people. When you have no idea, check your own evil heart. It's kind of like Ben Thorpe calling me anti-Semitic because I asked him if he's Jewish. <laughs> anyway, um, no such thing, Jelly Bean. Is that all I wanted to say about that? I think so. It's interesting. He was blaming you. That makes no sense to def- defending gun rights. It is kind of interesting what Jason Whitlock was saying back then. He was basically saying the Second Amendment is not good for blacks because they're committing crimes. But it is good for blacks because it's good for the decent blacks. Jason, Whit- Jason Whitlock of 2012. There were many decent blacks, I, or even not that decent, but comparatively decent. I knew a black mother who illegally, or she recounted, having illegally kept a gun in her car in L.A. back when the crime was so out of control, before it's out of control again. And uh, because she had a baby in her car, she had a baby, she was like a single mother, so she was not that decent of a woman, but, you know, people are a mess. It doesn't mean they don't have the right to defend themselves. She carried a gun. Because there were carjackings. She didn't want to get be subject to a carjacking. Thankfully, she never had to use it. According to... Well, she didn't mention her having had to use it. But the, the right to carry guns is for the good people. As uh, people have said, it's the great equalizer. A woman with a gun can take down a much larger man who might be attacking her. Do it, use it wisely, ladies. That's what good gun control would be, to be able to wield it properly. Many guns prevent crimes from happening without even a shot being fired. Nice, huh? Nice. It's very true. So I've heard that sometimes all you have to do is rack your shotgun and, the, and some of the more squirrely or s- easily scared, some blacks call it scary. Scary means you're intimidating. But blacks use it as if you are in- easily intimidated. And so now you say scary. Whites are so scary, meaning easily intimidated. But they're also scary in the sense that they're intimidating to the blacks. So what a mess. Blacks. I'm shaking my head. Shout out to the blacks. We love you, if we love anybody. <laughs> uh, misusing these words. Changing the English language. Polluting it. But I kind of find it charming and entertaining. Uh, I forget what I was saying. But uh, yes, it's an equalizer. And we need less mama, less, uh, less, um, <laughs> oh, that's too vulgar, man. I'm going to time you out for that one. Uh, da, da. Oh, I can't time him out from here. Anyway, whatever. It's not important. Um, less intellectualism, which is emotionalism, less ego grandstanding, 
ego battles, fewer ego battles, no ego battles, and, you know, getting into arguments with people trying to prove them each other wrong, and uh, fewer uh, get, over, like JLP says, overcome the anger. That's the solution to the blacks killing each other and to the school shootings. Bring back the men. I always do this to Rick in Hampton, Virginia. Rick, you have like three minutes. Go. Man, James, what's going on, man? I like to comment on... Those police officers, and I like to hear my man, Brother Williams, speak. Yeah, and, um, right on. Those police officers that killed that um, that, um the gunman, I will I will give Gun- them a day off. Female gunman. Give them a war <laughs> Yes, 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 sir. Yeah, and um, I will give my police officers a day off because they they went in there, they 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 didn't even want to worry about their lives at all. They went in there and got the job done. Yeah, I love that. Yep. True. I love it, you know, because, um, you know, when I see somebody kill people, then they turn around and shoot themselves. To me, that's just a, a cop-out to me. It really is. I agree. But when the police shoot them, yep. I feel so good when the police take them out. <laughs> Not that I wanted them to die. I didn't right. Want them to die. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel much better when the police do it than when they kill 10 people they kill themselves. It's like it's a cop-out. It is. It's, it's not good. That suicide is... Never commit suicide. Um, right. Never commit murder either, but if you sh- should you commit murder, don't commit suicide after. Uh, right. You know, it, it's like, no, no, people, you should have thought about all that before. No, they don't want to die. Now, I guess they see the consequences are going to come out of them anyway, so they just kill themselves, just, you know, because they don't want to live with it now. Yeah. That's crazy to me. Right. And they don't want to face what's next. They're in their imagination about what's next. And, uh, right. And, and their imagination is a, a liar. It's evil. And, you know, I, I don't like that our just, so-called justice system is not swift and just. And so I prefer that they live so we can get a talk to them, get a motive, and then um, hang them quickly, you know, hang them high. <laughs> you know, just this, you know, this, you know the, the death penalty done properly. Yeah, the, the death penalty wasn't was done properly, but, like, the liberals... They have, they have emotionalized it, and uh, most blue states have done away with all the death penalty. Yeah, um, S- Sleepy Joe wants to get rid of the death penalty. He's evil. Yeah, you know he he's, you know he's evil, and he wants to get rid of the death penalty, so uh, I know that Joel Friday doesn't see the wisdom of the death penalty necessarily. He sees it as, because there's a lot of people who use the death penalty as revenge. And that's true. We shouldn't be about revenge. Now, you know, I'm like this. <laughs> If somebody kills somebody and there's undoubtable evidence that he killed that person, he's on camera and on video, I'm right. like, Brian, that's undisputable evidence. Exactly. It has to be, it has to be without doubt. They, yes, shouldn't be con- like, they shouldn't be convicted if it's, if it's, right. that's if the there's reasonable doubt. I feel like either they're not really sure and, you know, it could go both ways. I vote that he just stay in life in jail, you know? Yeah. But there's a shadow of doubt evidence that he's on a video killing him and maliciously murdering people. 
I'll, I'll pull the switch myself and take a day off and then pull the switch on. Yeah. All right. You know, uh, and, um, Rick, I got to go, man. I appreciate your call. No, no problem there, James. Love you, brothers, man. Y'all keep up the good work. All right. Take care. Um, guys, this has been the Hake Report. Uh, Smith in North Carolina wanted to talk about the police taking out the shooter. It was great. Um, maybe it was. You guys m- may well be right. I haven't checked it out. My tender heart can't take that violence. <laughs> uh, you know what? I am remiss in not reading all the super chats. I will read them tomorrow. Stay on the edge of your seat for them. Hold your breath. I will read them. Probably first thing tomorrow, guys. I do appreciate them. Uh, so stay tuned for those. But I have to get to uh, Mary Rice Hopkins. She comes first because it's Women's History Month, and we cherish women. And also, I don't like going over time with the show. So listen to this. It is good by Mary Rice Hopkins. And adios, America. Bye. <laughs>